everybody. Welcome back. Episode 5, Mystic in the Matrix. I am Mystic Harmony. And I am Hazel Honey. And this week we're talking, it's all about shadow work. Uh, not necessarily a favorable topic, mm-hmm. but definitely a necessity when it comes to healing. Um, and I will warn you, <laughs> I will warn you guys now. We usually record on Saturday. It is Monday. I fucked up. I messed with the mics a little too much thinking I knew what I was doing and it was trash. So we're re-recording this. So we are going to do the same thing as usual, though. We're pulling the cards. It's, I'm just telling you that's why it's darker outside right now. But we're going to pull our cards. We're going to see what we got. Hopefully we get some good ones because when we recorded on Sunday, they were spot. They really were. They were it's so spot annoying. Spot on. So, so I'm excited to see what the cards are going to be. I am too. I want to see if it's similar or if they're going to give us some cards for a different perspective mm-hmm. on it. So, all right. We're going to ask for our three cards. Spirit, thank you so much. And we have some cards for today's uh, shadow work episode. They're like, mm, we already did this. <laughs> okay. Ask a new question. No, I'm not. Right? They're just saying, ask a new question. Yeah. Thank you so much. <clears throat> okay. Six of cups up, right? Okay. And it's got cute little lemurs on it. Look at that. Oh, I love that. Six of too. Cups definitely goes with the episode. It really does. Oh my God, childhood. Yeah. Nostalgia. Okay, fair enough. You. That you was my card, of, like one of my cards for the week last week. Oh really? Mm-hmm. And then, uh, well, I don't, I don't know. What is it? I don't know. I can't see that far. I just see a pen. I think it's got an owl on it. The hierophant. Yeah. Is hierophant. it? The Hierophant. Okay, and then lastly... Which one... deals with spirituality. Yeah, I like that card, too. I thought that was an owl from a distance. It's a bear. I'm going to post the pictures up on this. But it has keys on it. Keys? Yeah. Unlock your... Oh, my God. Unlock your subconscious mind. Yes. Stop it. Okay, oh. maybe these cards are better right? than last week. <laughs> so, also, we're listening to 432 hertz because 432 hertz helps you to unlock your subconscious mind and fun fact meditation is a great way to get some shadow work done mm-hmm. so we're gonna we're gonna dive into that but can we please have that was it seven of swords in reverse but we're gonna keep it in the upright because yeah look at him oh that's a great fucking depiction of it walking that is he's carrying five swords on his back and and there's like smoke coming out almost right and there's two left and he's like no i'm gonna handle what i can handle now and i'll come back for the other oh my god these cards are better yeah they are a lot okay just kidding thank you so much universe (laughs) um wow that's awesome i don't remember what we got last week but yeah these are way better also as soon as that one came out i just noticed it said 11 11 on the recording so that's exciting okay so we got the Seven of Swords, the Hierophant, and the Six of Cups. I'm going to post a picture for you guys to be able to see them all because um, it doesn't like to focus when I hold them up like that. So, Okay, we do have some fun giveaways too, so make sure you guys watch till the end. Okay, so we're just going to dive right into it. Uh, What is shadow work? I'm going to read this first and then we'll give you our perspectives on it. It says, shadow work is a way of transforming parts of your character that you'd like to change with compassion and understanding. I have... Working on your subconscious mind, you uncover parts of yourself that you repress and hide from yourself, which are usually things we find unacceptable about ourselves. But it's not just what we find unacceptable. It's also like past traumas, um, just things in our lives that we kind of push away. Yep. That's what I think shadow work is. It's just, I think it's it's just learning to genuinely love and accept every part of you, mm-hmm. whether it be like the shadow self, the light self. So, and I think that's why I love, 
uh, the Light Seer's Tarot so much because it's the Light Seer and then Shadow Seer. Mm-hmm. So it's, Ooh, I didn't know they had a Shadow Seer. Yeah, so it's it's the reverse, is the okay. Shadow Seer. So the Light Seer is what it is, and then the Shadow Seer is the quote-unquote um, not-so-fond-of version of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's just that. learning to love every aspect of yourself. And I think the biggest thing is finding someone that also accepts your shadows, that you mm-hmm. can be so open with. I mean, she's got that with her husband, that... Yeah. He's helped her with a lot of shadow work. Well, uh, he's the one that made me start, not made me, but shadow work started coming up when it, I It ignited when, yeah. you, when you met him, mm-hmm. which is, I mean, that's huge. Like Mystic said, I think it's good to have someone in your life that really accepts you for truly who you are and not what you are on the surface. And with my husband, um, like I said, he kind of ignited a lot of shadow work that I needed to do. Um, and I, and that was like probably almost five years ago, but I didn't know it was called shadow work then. Mm -hmm. Um, and when I started getting on TikTok and getting more on like the spiritual side and people were talking about shadow work, I didn't even know what shadow work was. And I thought it was like this big, scary thing. Oh, we're actually doing shadow work? I thought it was like using shadow people. (laughs) Well, I mean, yeah, because if you don't know what it is and then you, you know about, but you knew about shadow people. Yeah. So if you didn't know what shadow work, I mean, that makes complete sense. Mm -hmm. I only knew what it was because one of the first books that I had read for my spirituality, one of the first things it said is shadow work. Oh, And I was like, the fuck? And that's when I started learning and I was like, this is terrible. Yeah. (laughs) It's not. It's it's really not as scary as people think it is. And I. It's overwhelming at first. If you don't know where to start, you don't know how to start and you don't know what to expect. Mm -hmm. That's why we're here. We're going to help you through it. Exactly. And, and another thing to know too, is like, don't expect to heal all through all of your stuff in one day, because that is just too much. So there's going to be shadow work that comes up that you don't want to do. And there's going to be shadow work. There's going to be big things and there's going to be small things. I always highly suggest starting with something smaller. It's Mm -hmm. like when you're in a swimming pool, you don't jump into the deep end. If you don't know how to tread water or swim, start in the the shallow end. But if there's something really big in your life that you're kind of repressing that you don't want to talk about, unfortunately, it's going to come out. That's what happened with me. Like, um, something, me and my husband were hanging out and then something triggered me and I was, everything just came out all at once. Yeah. So you did yours. Yours was accidental deep end. Accidental big thing, deep end but stuff. I think yeah. that, I mean, and you guys, everybody's different when it comes to shadow work. Everybody's different. So hers, mm-hmm. that helped because then she was like, it, it started to help her heal and see. So then you could just continue on yeah, with shadow work. Yeah, it made me think like, oh, I, I'm able to do this. Right. Um, so with me, like, I took a week. I literally took a week off of work because I was getting to the point of scary, depressed. And I just started like one day, every day I would figure out, all right, let's dive into this now. Let's dive into that. Like, and I'm okay with everything that's happened to me. And so I, I know what I'm going to say. I'm going to say a couple of things that were the first that I did shadow work on. And I'm, I did not heal from them in 24 or 48 hours. Mm -hmm. It took some time, but it felt good to get them on the surface. Because, I mean, and it's just like the video when I came out about being bi. Like, you could see it lifted off of Mm -hmm. me. Like, oh, that felt good to say. And I have other things that I haven't, like, been completely open. I mean, with her I have been. But there's things I haven't been completely open and vulnerable about. And it's shadow work that I'm still working on. You're never done. Yeah, it's just 
ongoing for forever. It, yeah, it really so. is. But if you're avoiding something, <clears throat> it's like you have a bunch of um, beach balls in your closet, okay? And if you keep pushing them into the top to keep filling the closet up, eventually the balls at the very bottom that you first started with years and years ago that you've been repressing, they have to go somewhere. That closet's not Mary Poppins' bag. Mm-hmm. And there's that's going to come out. And they can come out in... Um, like physical, Nightmare, yeah, nightmares, physical. Didn't you say something about? Oh, um, I used to have a lot of jaw pain, and I would grind my teeth. So you can tell, like, that I grind my teeth, or I used to grind my teeth. I feel like I don't anymore because I don't really get jaw pain anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like lower back pain, don't really have that anymore either. So I'm working on it. I don't know if you guys know this, Doctor Joe. Shout out. A disease, when you have a disease in your body, it's a dis-ease. It's a dis-ease in your physical body. So suppressing emotions and suppressing memories and things that you need to work on, a.k.a. not doing shadow work or holding intention or Mm -hmm. anything is creating dis-ease in your body. You want your body to be at ease and be comfortable. So the quicker you do shadow work, the more you get rid of it. So like, yeah, um, I've noticed that a lot too. Like, so I noticed that when in my Reiki, uh, well, I mean, I noticed before that, that I had a lot of lower back pain and it wasn't close to my period. It wasn't like I, I work out all the time. Mm -hmm. I do stretch. It's not that. And what it was is when I found out in my Reiki, it was 100% my sacral chakra completely blocked. Like to the point where she said she tried to force energy in and it repelled back into her and made her legs shake. My body was like, Nope. And it was because I was not being open with my sexuality. Mm -hmm. And guess what? The next day, it was literally like not even 12 hours later. I'm like, all right, I'm putting it out there because I like I I found out shadow work. I'm doing Mm -hmm. shadow work now. And I did have not had lower back pain since. And Mm -hmm. so if you have pain, so you can please message on here or comment or something if you do. And you want be like you have questions because if you're having jaw pain it could be because you're not speaking your truth or it could have something to do with like your third eye or like different chakra or throat chakra because it's close yeah she said so we got reiki done by the same practitioner the same day is it yeah the same day Uh um but she said that if you're okay so for me my throat chakra is blocked and she said if your throat chakra is blocked then potentially like all your other chakras below could be blocked as well because energy is not flowing that makes sense. from your crown down so that makes so much mm-hmm. sense because she said my root wasn't stopped but it was slowly spinning mm-hmm. but oh also fun fact i don't know if you guys know this but if you get work done on your solar plexus um, you can have constipation or diarrhea for up to three days after work. Um, whenever I, op- whenever I first started opening up my sacral chakra, I had diarrhea 30 minutes later for the rest of the day. That's so she told me, I think it, it was like two days after I got <clears throat> Reiki done and I was get, just having her look at my aura. She's somebody we're going to be recommending on yeah. here. So if you were watching this girlfriend, don't worry, we're going to have a whole episode all about the people we are working with. But, um, she said that my root chakra, or wait, yeah, because she said my root chakra, so it was a couple of days later, and mm-hmm. so my sacral was blocking it, but the rest were good, like, mm-hmm. except my heart something, but she said that she went on both sides of it, and she was like, so you might have some slight discomfort, and then I was like, eh, I've had this done before. I was so tired, though. Mm-hmm. I woke up the next day in physical, I couldn't bend over, and I couldn't bend back. If I wasn't just standing upright, 
I had like the worst cramping in my stomach mm-hmm. I have ever felt. But then it went away. So I was like, I'm not going to also, I'll never go to the doctor. So I'm definitely not going to go to the doctor for something spiritual like that. Yeah. But they if, won't understand. No. Cause they'll be like, well, I'm not going to pay you to tell me I'm wrong when I know that I'm right. Also. So me and mystic, like we said, we recorded this on Saturday and on Saturday, I feel like we did a lot of shadow work together, no, we like did. just on our segment. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, I was doing shadow work <clears throat> at work again, and <laughs> I would not recommend that. But don't you know, do it at work. Sometimes it just happens. Like I just start thinking, and then it just all comes flooding in. So <laughs> yeah, I started doing shadow work at um, at work, and then it. After I got off work, I opened up to Mystic about what was going on. Today, I just, I call it like shadow work hangover. Like, I just feel extremely tired and drained and it's just going to happen. And don't feel like, don't, I don't want that to like scare you. But I'm just saying when you kind of uncover a lot of things that have been packed away for a long time, you're just going to be tired. It's just like when you're out in the sun too long, I think. Yeah, it's just like whenever you're sw- like a too kid much of and swimming and right. like you come in, you're just like exhausted and you would just want like a ham sandwich. Dude, that sounds <laughs> good. Oh my God. Okay, so since we're doing shadow work, I mean, you brought up ham sandwich for mm-hmm. a reason. And since it's a shadow work episode, we're going to do, we're just going to start doing what we did well, last time. you know what? The funny thing is, I don't like ham, so I don't know why I said ham oh, sandwich. Oh, I'm about to tell you why you So mm-hmm. that's why. You don't like ham? I don't like ham, no. Okay, so there is a reason, and this is it. So, growing up before my parents got divorced. Oh, fun fact. So we're just gonna we're just gonna do this. Yeah, I think this is why uh-huh. we just needed to be more authentic yes. about it. So, my this is I was the first one of the three girls. I was mm, seven years old, six years old. Sorry, I was six years old when. I found out my parents were getting divorced mm-hmm. and I was the first one they told and how they told me was, and this That's is weird. It gets weirder. My mom sat me on her lap and mom, dad, if you guys are watching this, which I don't, this was fucked up. So I, my mom sat me on her lap and they both had this very condescending attitude about themselves. Just like, and then my mom said, do you know what a divorce is, baby? And I said, yeah. And then my dad said, or my mom said, what is it? One of them said, what is it? And then I looked at my dad. I remember exactly where. Looked at my dad sitting on the blue corner couch. Mm -hmm. Looked at my mom. I said, it's when a mommy and a daddy don't love each other anymore. And then my dad said, that's what your mother and I are getting. And then he got up and walked out of the room. Oh, my gosh. And then my mom kissed me on the side of the head, picked me up, set me on the couch, and then went to go argue with my dad. So I sat there like, what? (laughs) Why me? Yeah. And why that way? So I went upstairs and from that was like one of the times that I, I don't remember what happened after that. That was mm-hmm. a core memory for me, unfortunately. So then I went upstairs and the next thing I know, my mom was gone. Um, but before that, every single Sunday, my dad worked for the Milwaukee General Sentinel and would deliver papers every day. Mm-hmm. And every single Sunday he would deliver his papers, be done by seven o'clock. And he wanted the Packers to win because he would sell more papers. So every Sunday, even though they don't like football, my dad would go to Greeby's Bakery. Shout out to Greeby's. If you live in Wisconsin, fucking go. Okay. The best rolls in hot ham. Mm. So he would always go and get hot ham and roll sandwiches and bring them home. And we would sit and watch the Packers play as a family and have that's like a core memory for me that I mm-hmm. miss 
But at the same time, I know it was all it was all just fake. Yeah. They just were waiting to get divorced. And mm-hmm. like my dad wasn't around much. And my that's when my uncle, my dad's best friend, moved in. But yeah, so hot ham sandwiches. I've not had them in I can't tell you how long. And that is so weird that I had to bring it up. Yep. Because I've not thought about that memory in a long time. And I don't talk about it a lot because... It just makes you sad. Yeah, and what's the point? Yeah. But now, I mean, I've done my shadow work on them getting divorced. Um, but, fuck. I think you're allowed to be sad about stuff and miss good things that happen in your life. I, I and miss... And be sad about that. I, yeah, I miss it. But... I don't know. I don't know how to put it. I miss it, but I also don't... I hate that memory mm-hmm. because it was all fake. Yeah. And I know it was. And it just sucks. Like, I don't want it. Get it out of my head. <laughs> you need one of those, like, yes. things where it's like... Men in black thing. Yeah. Yeah, you can just select <laughs> it. Please, if anybody's invented one. That's you fucking funny. You just unlocked funny. one of my memories. Well, let's do it. So... Core memory unlocked. When I was in first grade, I remember my parents would fight all the time. Like, my dad... Um, he's not really a hothead anymore, but when we were younger, he was a definite hothead. Mm. Oh, I just, <laughs> was definitely- just have another memory that's just funny. But, um, I remember my dad got really like so mad one night and there were, I don't know why we, there was, we had like this half wall and then the stairs go down to the basement. So we always like set stuff on the half wall mm-hmm. and there was a bag of marshmallows on there. Don't know why. But he literally was so mad and he picked up the marshmallows and just ripped the marshmallows open and just started throwing them everywhere and it was funny. That's to me. A- <laughs> Imagine being so mad that you are throwing something so soft. <laughs> like I'm angry, but I'm also not like that. I'm right. not gonna throw hard objects. But I, I don't know who I learned the word div- divorce from, but I told people in my school that my parents were getting a divorce. Because they were fighting so much. Well, I mean... And then, I guess one of my friends... Because my friend's parents were friends with my parents. So, I guess one of their kids told their parents, and then their parents told my parents. Mm. And that's how they found out. And they were like, you can't be doing that. You can't be going around saying we're getting a divorce. And I'm like, well, you guys fight all the time, so I just thought you were. Sorry, not sorry. Achievement unlocked. Let's talk about it. For real, and and that's what happens too. So I just want to share that the reason why I'm doing a lot more of like inner child work, inner teen work is because I was doing a past life meditation regression. And one of the things the guys said was to go back to a memory in your childhood. And I couldn't think of anything. Well, that's right. And I was, I don't know, I like literally can't think of anything. And I couldn't finish the meditation because I was just so hung up on that. And I'm like, well, there's something going on because I'm not remembering anything. And I think that's like really normal for your brain to do because it, your brain wants to protect you from any like traumas or things like that. So I think that's why for a really long time I didn't have any memories about my childhood. And also I don't really have the best memory, but. Right. But I, you would think I would be able to remember one thing. I have a very good memory, but the memories I have aren't very great. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's... You just think of something? Yeah. You want to share? I guess, since we're here. <laughs> <laughs> so my dad's best friend, Lance, mm-hmm. um, we just uncle Lance. He was they always he moved in after my mom moved out because my dad needed help. My mom gallivanting off with some dude in Maryland. And 
so Lance moved in, and then he was like our rock. Like, he would eat like a caveman. We, he'd eat breakfast with us every morning, and he'd literally do this on purpose to make us laugh. He would put a bowl of cereal in front of him, put his arm like this, and just start shoveling it, staring at all of mm-hmm. us like we were going to take his food. Yeah. Like, that was a great memory. And then it just sucks because, like, I think of these good memories are, like, him taking us to the domes in Milwaukee, which, if you've never been there, also go. And, but then he just left one day. Okay. And for three weeks, we didn't, like, he was just gone. And I was like, well, that fucking sucks. Like, my mom just left, and now Uncle Lance left. And then me and my sisters were upstairs playing, and somebody knocks on the door or something. And I'm a nosy as fuck little kid. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, who is it? And we were at the top of the stairs, so I'd stick my head out, and I saw a cop. Mm-hmm. So I come running down the stairs, and I stand behind my dad, and my dad answers the door. And then the cop just looks at my dad, and he's like, are you so-and-so? My dad nods his head. He goes, yeah. And then he goes, well, I just want to let you know that um, Lance Binkowski was found dead. He committed suicide he jumped off the hoover dam and when he landed at the bottom he obviously died Mm -hmm. and my dad looked down at me and i think it was like one of the only times i've seen my dad cry because that was his best friend Mm -hmm. but he was also like our best friend Mm -hmm. and it just sucks because my dad said i don't know how to deal with this right now and then he went into his room like what about me yeah and so my sisters were in the back bedroom i walk in there Again, I'm, like, completely fine because I didn't know. And Mm -hmm. I was like, hey, guys, uh, Dad just said Uncle Lance is dead. And then they both just break down crying. Mm -hmm. And so I sit in between them, again, the youngest. And they're both holding on to me and crying. And I'm still like, I don't get it. Yeah. But I think it's because ever since my mom left, and I was the one that was told first about the divorce, that, like, I just felt like I had to be stronger than I needed yeah, to be. Yeah, you had to be, like, everyone's rock because like, yeah. no one else knew how to be the rock. Like, subconscious about it. And so then my Aunt Cindy stepped in more to help with us. And then she pulls me into her room when we're at her house one day. And she goes, baby, I need to talk to you. And I was like, what's up? And I go into her room, and she's just like, honey, you know what happened to Uncle Lance? And I was like, yeah. He's dead. And she goes, do you know what that means? He's not coming back. I was like, I know. And she goes, honey, he's never coming back. Mm -hmm. And I was like, and immediately like just broke down and cried for days. Mm -hmm. And then I think that was the first, because then my sisters were like, why are you still crying about it? And I'm like, because I, I found out about it later. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't, but I did. And then. But all of, all of my family, both my sisters and my dad, kind of made me feel bad about feeling bad about it. Yeah, that's, I've i dealt with the same whenever I was growing up. Because yeah. my parents didn't really let us be vulnerable. And anytime we talked about our feelings, that was just like something we didn't do. Same. If you're a parent and you don't like listening to your kids' feelings, something's fucking wrong with you. Agreed. And that's when you need to dig deep in yourself and figure out why you're like that. Yeah. Why don't you want to hear about their feelings? And then if you're a parent and you don't do that, try really hard to listen to them more because it was, I didn't want to go to my dad or my mom anymore. Mm -hmm. So that's think that I think you're the same as we didn't want to go to you guys. Like, I mean, even now, like, and I'll, I'll preface this. I still talk to my parents, and I think my parents did the best they could with raising us. And I'm not saying that you have to forgive your parents or whatever. But I just wish that my parents, like, cared more emotionally. And that's what I didn't get in my childhood. And st- even now. Tony proposed to me in Florida on a family vacation. 
And when I got engaged, my dad, well, I was like, Dad, I'm engaged. And he was sitting in the bedroom on the computer, and he was like, okay, like, didn't even celebrate with us. My mom was, like, all for it and, like, even was down at the beach. Right. Because um, he proposed while my sister was taking our pictures. But mm. she was, like, super excited for us and stuff, and my yeah. dad was just like, okay. <laughs> mm. Engage more with your kids. Exactly. Because, I mean, here we are, 30, and we're just now trying to unpack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Imagine it's heavy and hard. Right. Imagine having a suitcase. Oh, my God. I'm just thinking about it. Imagine having to carry a suitcase on your back for 31 years, and then that's it. Like, mm-hmm. fuck you. I don't want the... Not when it's that heavy. The more you take, I promise, the easier it is. Because then when somebody tries to come at you about anything in your past, you're like... Yeah, they can't hold that over you. No, go ahead and try. I already... And the other thing is, if someone does try to, like, come at you for your insecurities or your past, then they have something wrong with them. Mm -hmm. Because they're insecure or whatever, maybe about the same thing or something similar in their life, and they're just attacking you to bring you down to their level. Hurt people hurt people. Yep. And misery loves company, the two biggest things that you can know when you're doing shadow work. I'm going to bring up the prompt we did last week okay that's a great thing to do too when you're wanting to do shadow work if you just even go on pinterest or google just look up shadow work prompts there are a lot out there that you could right really like dive deep if you have no idea where to start i would start there and that's what we did on the last episode and that's what i'm pulling up because we both just did a couple which i'd like to do again yeah that's fine Uh, the one that was last time and this is just kind of going based off of before but it was what triggers jealousy in you And I recognize that the thing that triggers jealousy in me is when I want something and somebody else gets it before me. Mm -hmm. And then what we do is like ask yourself or like her and I, we did like why, but we'll show you in a minute. The reflection of something that I didn't have that the other person was getting like that was like I was projecting that Mm -hmm. because I want that. Okay, well, why? Because I deserve it. Why? Because I have busted my ass my entire life for this. Why? Because I know that it's like going, keep going, keep going. And it got down to the root of, oh, fuck. It's because I didn't get anything growing up Mm -hmm. firsthand. I always got hand-me-downs because I was the baby of the family or I didn't get anything new. But then I have to think, what if that person went through a little bit worse and they also deserve it, but just Mm -hmm. a little bit more. And when we did that shadow work, first of all, I cried that night. I cried myself to sleep. I cried. (laughs) We're, we I both got love home, to cry. I cried on Sunday on my way to work and or not on my way to work after work. Ugh. Crying is so good, though. Crying is literally and I will never not say this. The best way to release energy crying, mm-hmm. throwing your hands up in the air and going <sighs> and literally just like any physical quick movement, hard movement. I mean, any way because it gets energy out dancing yeah. around or screaming. If you have a place to scream, don't just randomly start screaming outside and somebody calls the cops. <laughs> Because that would be absolutely <laughs> terrible. But no, um, so I was thinking of the jealousy prompt yeah. because I think we just did it for you. But I was like, what makes me jealous? Yes. I agree with you. If someone has something that I don't have, I get really jealous. But also, um, and this is what, this is the deep shadow work I did yesterday that I already told you about, um, is... I just wish my family cared more about me emotionally. And um, the funny thing is, it didn't trigger me until I started doing tarot. 
and I did oh. a tarot spread for my coworker. Okay. And yeah, and her dad had passed away. I don't know when, but um, I asked if her dad would like to s- send a message to her through the cards. And I'm getting chills every time I think of this. I get the chills. But it's literally a guy with his hood up and like a bow and arrow or something on his back, and he's like running towards a motorcycle. And there's a crow fl- flying over his head. And then I thought, oh, like that's him literally being like you're in trouble, I'm going to run and protect you, like, now. Right. And then I thought, I know that my, I just, I know that my parents would do that, but at the same time, I, like, I don't open up to them, so, and I feel like I can't open up to them. And then also, like, um, I tried contacting my ancestors, because I want to get closer to them, and I sent a message in the way I thought I knew how to reach them, and I didn't hear anything, and then that also made me jealous, because my coworker's dad is there for her in the afterlife, but I feel like I don't have anyone there for me in the afterlife. I'm not saying that's true. I'm just saying that's how I felt in that moment. Right. We talked about it a little bit, and I was pulling the card out, too, because um, I was cur- I wanted to see it mm-hmm. while you were talking about it. But, um, yeah, we were talking about it. And so I feel like maybe you keep getting goosebumps because when you bring it up, your family's like, we're here. Mm-hmm. And you said, I, I'm sorry, did you say that you recognize that your, is your grandma? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I got chills again. Maybe it's So it's definitely her. This is the card. I love that card. I think that was, like, exactly what she needed. So... Um, when I was talking to my mom, my mom was really close with her grandma and, um, they were not Catholic. So her, my grandma's dad got a divorce and they were kicked out of the Catholic church. So they didn't grow up Catholic or anything. And, um, my mom was really close to her and I was telling my mom, Um, I wish that I could connect to your grandma because she just seems like a super loving person and I want someone like that watching over me. And my mom said, well, I don't think she's going to contact you. I hate that. Yeah. And I was like, why do you think that? And she said, because I don't don't know. I don't think she'll talk to anyone else besides like your grandma or me or your uncle. Well, I hate that so much. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. So that hurt my feelings and respectfully yeah (laughs) and um but then I realized so my grant the cheesecake I made you that was my great grandma's recipe my fucking cheesecake bro it's so good (laughs) (laughs) fuck you (laughs) so she made it for my birthday for me and just real quick I was like I'm just gonna try a little bit I ate half of it that night yeah I ate a lot half of it (laughs) Not a joke. Half of it. Because it just went down so easy. So I was making that cheesecake for the first time. And I was standing in my kitchen. And I can look out a window. And as I was looking out the window, I saw a cardinal fly and land on the fence. And it was just staring at me while I was making the cheesecake. And I was like, that's weird. I've never had that happen before. But my mom has always said every time she sees a cardinal, she thinks of her grandma. Mm. And I'm getting chills. So I definitely think that's her. Yeah. I, yeah. But, um, yeah. And whenever I was, like, opening up to the about this to my husband, a cardinal flew by the window. Love and it. Even more uh, validation. Exactly. So I think um, 
I was just communicating with them in the wrong way. Like, miscommunication, it happens here, and it can happen in the spiritual world, too. Mm-hmm. So, and just like uh, Mystic said, maybe your, maybe your family doesn't, doesn't really practice what you're practicing now, so they don't know how to properly communicate with you. And, and I don't know. So. I definitely think so, though, because... I have a very, very, very small family as well, mm-hmm. though. Um, but I don't know if... I mean, that. I think that might be it, though, because they don't know how to. Or like you said, maybe you're not on the same frequency. Yeah. Because you yeah. you're vibrating much higher frequency than... No offense, than they probably were when they were here. Right. And I kind of think of it as like a radio station. So, you know, the thing that you like can plug into your cigarette lighter and then you I got can, one. yeah I do too and you can put your phone on a certain frequency so like 90.7 if your radio isn't on 90.7 you can't hear messages you can't hear your music going through your radio Mm-mm. so that's kind of how I think about communicating to the spirit world I guess you can say yeah that's a good way to put it because I mean it's accurate I mean if mine even gets like point two off mm-hmm. it's crackly and i can hear it like but then there's other shit coming in and out fun fact though have you ever done that what had it on a staticky like thing and communicated like asked them for to say something because they can communicate through that frequency and really? they'll take clippets of songs yeah. and interviews and stuff and they'll send i'm getting goosebumps and send it through it's very oh, cool we so, need to do that sometime yeah we'll do a bonus episode on yeah. that Starting 75 hard on Wednesday, and um, we're going to do one shadow prom- shadow work prompt a day. And slow and steady wins the race, but we're going to see. So um, the first things first, do not, do not do shadow work if you do not love yourself. Mm-hmm. So go back to the other episode, episode three, and watch self-love, self-care, do not do it if you don't love yourself because then if you don't love yourself and you just want to dig up more shit that you've repressed that you weren't a fan of that you didn't want to remember that's literally beating a dead horse i feel yeah, like just I don't, agree. don't 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 do it if you need help with self love we're here literally on every platform okay message us whenever 100% so like we said in the beginning fuck journaling <laughs> She doesn't like it. I don't, I'm not a journal. I've never been a journaler and that's just me. Right. But I like to do things in my head. So like we talked about earlier, I like to think of like, I'm feeling sad. Why are you feeling sad? And just keep going until you either find the root problem or personally, I like to bring up a past memory because that's my goal. I'm like trying to bring up more memories instead of suppressing everything. Right. Um, and then if you want to go even further, I personally like meditating and because that really gets even deeper into your subconscious. Yeah. And I think once you change your subconscious and heal, heal whatever in your subconscious, it, you know, helps radiate more that you're healing Mm -hmm. and raises your vibration. Yeah, I definitely think so. And what you said about, um, once you dive more into your subconscious. Dr. Joe Dispenza wrote a book called Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. Mm -hmm. Phenomenal book. It's really good to do with shadow work, to deal with shadow work or learn more because he has the more sciencey aspect of it. 
And he literally says, this is how you rewire your subconscious. You're going to have to, you're, you don't like yourself. Fine. But you have to figure out the things that you do like and amplify it with self-love, self-care. Yep. And then you can just keep diving deeper. Um, I'm, I'm, oh, sorry. No, you're, go ahead. I was just going to say, that's why I love spirituality so much because it focuses more on you. And if people say that's selfish, then, you know, it, fuck them. Yeah. Because the more you have self-love and you deal with your traumas and you're more okay with yourself, the less you project on others, what? I just had a thought, epiphany, go ahead. The, the less, the less you project on others and the more that you're able to connect and like build healthy relationships. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> I have to know. Shadow work is not selfish in the slightest little bit. Self-care, self-love is not selfish in the little bit. Because like you just said, the more you love yourself, the more you can give to others. Because you have so much love that you're overflowing mm-hmm. that you can give it to others. I feel like people that don't do shadow work, if you want to sit in your woe is me little mentality, fine, fuck you. But I think that's selfish because then you're trying to bring I everybody agree. else down. You're trying to make everybody else feel bad for you, feel bad in general Mm -hmm. no my sister does that shit if she's miserable every fucking person around her has to be miserable when someone said i is good i have good energy or anything like that i love it Mm -hmm. but i think you can feel like i could tell when my sister would walk into the shop i'd be like yeah just because why are you such a bummer that's how i feel about certain coworkers that like walk in i'm like oh they're here (laughs) right and so it's just so like what you were that's why i had that epiphany and i'm like no not i mean if you have depression We're not saying that you are selfish. Absolutely not. However, if you are watching this and you're refusing to do shadow work because you're like, I don't want to because you just don't want to feel the feelings. Mm -hmm. Guess what? The faster you feel the feelings, the faster you heal and the faster you're happier. The faster you're going to have love for yourself. And I promise you, it fucking it's a catalyst. As someone who's dealt with depression for 15 years and and has finally like healed myself of that, Mm -hmm. it is so worth it. It really is. And I and honestly, like I was keeping myself in that mentality and that mindset, and I wasn't helping myself at all. Yeah. Because of all like the stuff that I learned in my life, but now it feels good. Oh, feels so amazing it's worth it this her and i this was our, one of our top episodes to record because we just love talking about it i love doing shadow work now i, I do too okay you're gonna see a, like a huge little clip in that i just did um i was looking for my shadow work journal but i can't find it but that's okay so what i did on the inside of my shadow work journal because i wanted to read it to you guys verbatim but we're just gonna wing it at this point so i just wrote on the inside cover of it and it said dear me to myself um and then it said i'm sorry and then it said, I'm sorry for not loving you the way that I should have. I'm sorry for making you feel worse or less than you actually were. I'm sorry for not giving you the love that you deserved. And I made this on the very front cover, all of it. And every time I would open up my sh- my journal to do shadow work, like I'd see that and I'd be like, all right, mm-hmm. let's catapult the crying. Fucking go. Um, but I would really, if you want to journal and you decide you want to start one, I'd suggest writing something that on the like that on the front because every time you see it, like you register and you recognize that you're doing work to help heal. Mm-hmm. You're not just writing down things that were negative. I mean, and then I did the same thing as I would write like I would choose a memory that I had that I didn't want to talk about, and then I would say, so like one was um, my ex or my ex fiance, my ex husband, um, being very physically abusive, and then I would just go down the line. 
of like why mm-hmm. how did this make you feel why did it make you feel like and just go down all the way and then like i literally forgave him remarried to somebody else like he got his drinking under control like i'm proud of him i'm happy for him and i love him and all that and i mean obviously there's shadow work that everybody still has to do and there is other things that i need to work on like i know shadow work with my sister that's going to be a deep one to try and fix because it's me forgiving her for how she's treated me my entire life Mm -hmm. same with my mom but yeah so that's what i like to do with my like how to do shadow work is write it out and just Mm-hmm. keep asking like annie lennox why one of the things i did um with one of my meditations and it was when i had the reiki done i have a memory of like i think i was like 12 or 13 and i was in the kitchen and my mom walked up behind me and she started pinching my back fat and she was like Ugh, you have the same body type as like my dad's side of the family they're all like bigger and um she just made me feel so bad about having fat on my body and I had that memory in my meditation and me now stepped in and stepped up to my mom and I was like we're not gonna say that Mm -hmm. she's 13 and she already has body issues we're not doing that yeah I hate that so I think for me like standing up for myself um really helped me like heal that part because no one stood up for me when I was little right so you got to stand up for yourself in however way that is for you I would say even if you can't if you couldn't do it then you can do it now yep. and then um another good one is in meditation to um I like I like I've gone to my younger self like my child inner mm-hmm. child and I'm like I love you you are enough I've done the you same. don't deserve it and I'm telling you guys, it's very freeing. And then I was getting ready one day. I don't know. You and I are going to do something. And then my younger self came through and just stared at me. And I'm like, oh, no, here it goes. Oh, I think that was a self-love episode. Yeah, I think so. And then um, that fucking inside out bing bong. Take her to the moon for me, Riley. Mm. Every time I hear that. But that's what I heard. And then I heard my my younger self, like my inner child saying, you did it. Like, she felt okay. And she was like, it's time for me to go now. And I was like, no. But it, like, it wasn't like she's gone forever, clearly, because that's me. But it was like, a, you've healed it. Mm-hmm. You don't need to keep digging. And I'm getting goosebumps. Yeah, so I it's like, too. You, it's like the wound. Stop poking it. Mm-hmm. Let it heal now. It's done. Okay, so that's what we do. <sighs> do it like that. Just kidding. <laughs> do um, it exactly like that. If no. you don't, I'm just kidding. Um, do it in whatever way you want to do it. Literally, if you just want to go outside and scream on a mountaintop, the things that bother you, if that makes you feel better, more power to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is what um, some online thing says to do, which I agree with. Like, I like it. And it says, practice spotting your inner shadow. To start shadow work, it's important to spot your inner shadow. So to do this, start by spotting habits you may have. Are they good? Are they bad? What patterns do you tend to replicate repeatedly in your life that a few feel are holding you back? Think back to your childhood, like you were saying. What emotions were you punished for having? Oof. Many children get told to get over their anger and sadness. Sounds familiar. (laughs) Right. If a child is having a temper tantrum, let them. They're releasing the energy. Y'all realize that after they get done literally throwing a temper tantrum, they're tired after Mm -hmm. because they release the energy. And guess what? When they wake up, they're happy again, right? They didn't tire themselves out. They release the energy. Let them cry. And I mean, if they start screaming and crying, they're doing it because you don't let them. Let them cry. 
If they're sad, let them be sad. Mm-hmm. Let them lay on the couch and do whatever they want rather than saying, no, you can't be sad. Fuck you. Yes, they can. Oh, I just want to punch people that say that to their kids because I know your parents did it to you. Oh, yeah. And it's just, ugh. Okay, number four, avoid, number three, just kidding. Avoid shaming <laughs> or being ashamed of your sa- shadow. Some people say that your shadow longs for acceptance, but really your shadow is you and we all long to feel whole. So it is more than we long to feel integrated, whole, and complete in our lives. Embrace your shadow and have some compassion for yourself. Words of affirmation towards yourself, and you guys will hear me say this until I'm blue in the face, do not affirm things. Basically, anytime you say, I am or I'm in any form, you're affirming that to yourself. Absolutely not. Also, your subconscious has no sense of humor, so... They don't know, it doesn't know the difference. It doesn't matter. So if you were just, if you say... I don't even, I'm not even, I don't even want to yeah, give you guys an example. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't want to either. So it's like me saying, like, I look at myself like, I am a badass. Mm-hmm. I am confident. Like, you say positive things. And stop with the self-deprecating jokes, please. They do yeah. no good. And they're not funny. It's not. Because, one, when I'm around people that say, like, oh, I'm so the negative word because I don't even want to say yeah. it. It, it makes me uncomfortable. And I literally am like, stop saying that about yourself because you're affirming it. And that's not true. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. We're not affirming yep. that to ourselves. Mm-mm. I And like, it literally makes people uncomfortable. And why would you want to do that to yourself? If exactly. I, if we love you. So you need to love you. So some that they just give an example of, I trust in you. I believe in you. I'm glad that you're in my life. You are worthy of love. You are enough. You deserve to be happy. Um, and then we've got meditate to observe your triggers. Notice the triggers that cause emotional reactions. Episode one or two. Mm-hmm. She said, hurry up or calm down. I was like, that's a trigger for me. And I did do <laughs> shadow work on it. So it doesn't bother me anymore. Like now if someone's like, hurry up and be like, I would appreciate it if you could give me a little mm-hmm. bit of time or next time, maybe give me a little bit more notice or you know what? I'm actually not going to be able to be ready in time. So I'm going to not go mm-hmm. the shadow journal. If you want, obviously it's not going to work for everybody. Oh, this is a good one. Express your inner shadow artistically. According to recent Mm. research, art therapy can even be used to treat pre-verbal trauma. Yeah, I've heard that too. Uh, I'm not an artist, but I love that idea. Everyone's an artist in their own way. You just have to find what works for you. I think mine is just like creating content. Mm -hmm. Like just being... That's a form of art. Right, just being organic. And then start an inner dialogue. You can learn from your shadow by having an inner conversation with it. So maybe like okay. try and connect with your your shadow self and be like, hey, like I'm doing it right now. Just like talking. You guys can't <laughs> hear it. I w- we just had this conversation. I wish you could plug something into like right here in my head or something. And then you guys could see what I'm seeing mm-hmm. or hear what I'm hearing. Because that would be cool. But that also would be kind really of intrusive. Cool. But also I want to do it. Me too. With, but it's only like, it's like a cord that plugs into here to a set of headphones that you can wear because no data will be held. You can't ever hear it again. It's yeah. just that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Millionaire idea. Okay. So then there's 27 shadow prompts. You want to do one? Yeah, let's do it. Give me a number one through 27 for you and I'll give you one. 25. And I'm going to give you 25. 12. What's funnier than 24? 25. 25. All right. 25. You can both do them. All right. Sweet. <laughs> Great. Sweet. Okay. Well, 25. We'll start with that one. How do you define failure? How does failing make you feel? Are you afraid of failure? And if so, why? Oh my God, that's a lot of questions. Well, let's dive in deep. Failure to me is, I feel like it's just me not succeeding. 
because I'm like saying why in my head, but why do you have to succeed all the time? Because, oh, I know, because my parents always pushed me because I wasn't, I never felt good enough. Why? Because if, if I thought I did good, my parents were like, well, here's what you need to work on now. So it's me doing my best is never good enough because I'm always trying to have, I'm always going to have to be better than my best. And that makes me feel like shit. I'm going to ask a different other than why. So what do you think the, the end all is as to, do you think it's because you're trying to live up to a potential that your parents, like a, the pedestal your parents put you on? Yeah, I do. That's not fair. Just push the pedestal over. Oh, yeah. No more pedestal. Yeah, I mean. Karate chop it. I feel like I've gotten a lot better. Um, It's something I'm still working on. Like today, I I was exhausted today, and I didn't want to do anything today. But I had laundry to do, and I had to clean up the kitchen because I made cookies last night, and um, whatever. And I was telling Tony, and Tony's like, I'll do your laundry. Just take a nap. You were allowed to take a nap. Right. And I was like, okay, well, I guess I'll just relax. And he was like, you're allowed to relax. Because right. he knows, he knows Yeah. that I feel guilty if I don't do anything. Yeah, I'm so. this, I mean, that must be the earth sign in us. Because if I, I can't just sit around all day because I'm like, Ugh. then I feel terrible the next day. Mm-hmm. So I think we both need to do, gotta work on that. Yeah, I've, and I've been working on this for, ever since I got my house in 2018, so like never ending right yeah no and i just don't know the solution the solution is to rest but not feel guilty about resting but i don't know i think that i don't just know comes how with, to not feel guilty I just comes with time time and meditation yeah. honestly um okay how do i define failure i hate these <laughs> they're uncomfortable and shadow they, work is hard it is but it's but necessary 100 percent. um i define failure as not living up to my potential that I've given myself. Cause my parents didn't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Like I was in sports. They didn't ever come. So it wasn't for them. It was for me. So why do you have such a high expectation for yourself? Uh, Cause I wanted my parents to notice me. Yeah. And even they, even though I did sports, my dad didn't want to go see, go watch football when I was a cheerleader. So I dropped out and I started playing basketball mm-hmm. indoors and he came to the last 10 minutes of one game and didn't even stay and then just left. And then my mom forgot to pick me up because she forgot. <laughs> yep. Uh, when I flew back, this is, I just, oh, that's not something I even thought about in a long time. I flew back from Michigan to Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. My mom forgot to pick us up. Mm-hmm. Um, she was like, oh, yeah. But no, so the failure thing. How does failing make you feel uh, like poop? Mm-hmm. Oh, I keep saying this to other people. I had such high expectations that when I fall just the slightest bit short, I'm like, fuck. Mm-hmm. So maybe lower my expectations. I don't think you have to lower your expectations. I think you feel maybe you aren't succeeding as fast as you thought you wanted to. And maybe that's why you feel like you're falling short. No, it's so when I, I it's because I... Not anymore, mm-hmm. because it's now I'm just living my life for me, not for mm-hmm. anybody else's pleasing or I don't give a fuck if anybody sees me anymore. Like, right. it means nothing. 
but before had these high expectations for myself because I figured the higher they were, the more my parents would give a shit, the more okay. they would look at me and be like, oh, wow, good job, baby. But instead it was my sister sneaking out to see her boyfriend. My parents gave shit about that. My other sister getting arrested for shoplifting. My parents gave a shit about that. I didn't do any of that. And I was always home. And then this is going to go fucking raw, but I don't care. I literally was on the roof of the house, standing at the peak, being afraid of heights. Like, I just fucking don't care anymore. Mm -hmm. And my mom pulled into the driveway and all she said is, get your ass back in the house. Not caring. So I just sat there and I was like, I might as well just fucking do it. Mm-hmm. Because it just felt like, why? And then that was the point I really realized that they didn't care about me. Yeah. And then it's just obviously gotten so much better since. I mean, it has. You, you were me, there for you and you yeah. picked yourself up. Yeah, for me it's gotten better. But it's just gotten so much worse with them. I mean, I'm 31 years old. And my mom told me to fuck off, basically. All right. Um, number, oh, my Lanta. Another rough one, huh? <laughs> Okay, number 12. You want to start or you want me to? I don't care. All right, you can. (laughs) Okay, thanks. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) What are some lies you've previously told yourself? Ooh. Oh, I know. I remember. Okay, so the holidays were, you know, just last month. And I always get a lot of anxiety, like, going to... um, family events because I always feel like they're going to say something about how I look or my weight or something. It just makes me really insecure. So, um, before we like go see my family, I'm like, Tony, I don't know. I don't know if I can do it. Cause I feel like they're going to say something about like how I look or whatever. And it just gives me anxiety. And then he's like, stop it. He's like, you are not that you are not what they think that you are. Mm-hmm. So stop thinking that. Yeah. And if they have something to say, then he's like, I'll be there and I'll stand up for you. So. I'm, yeah, I can see him definitely doing that. Really hard. I don't really like going around family because, well, they, I don't, they don't really do it anymore, but they used to just always make comments about That's my fucking appearance. Sh- I'm sorry. That is so shitty. Yeah. <laughs> it's so shitty. I don't... If somebody in your life has tattoos or piercings or... Uh, anything. But my middle sister does that to my older sister. I mean, about her weight. Mm -hmm. And fuck you. Why does it matter? I mean... And this this is the reason, like, now, I didn't think this back then, but it pisses me off now that you make a comment about my weight, but you didn't ask, hey... Maybe let's talk about why you're feeling a way in such a way that you feel like you need to overeat or not exercise or something. Right. Like now, I mean, you know, I exercise every day. Mm-hmm. I eat pretty good. I don't drink anymore. But that's because I'm like actually working on my mental health. But back then, like I wasn't doing any of that and no one even checked in. Not th- I'm saying this is before I met you. Right. I'm saying, but no one checked in. No one cared. Right. If I was black blacking out and no one cared to think well why is she blacking out all the time the the people that are being so negative don't actually give a shit about you exactly but they just want to make you feel bad because they feel bad about Mm -hmm. themselves and just so you guys know like that is the kicker in all of this so when i was heavier my middle sister would love going out to the bars with me Mm -hmm. because she would get the attention and i had zero confidence so i would like just sit there i'll be all weird Mm -hmm. literally fucking weird 
It's how I was in high school. And then I started losing weight. And then I started realizing it doesn't matter about losing weight. I fucking love myself for mm-hmm. who I am. And then I started gaining all this confidence. And my sister hated going out with me now. Because people yeah. would come up. And my, my um, earth energy, people are attracted to it. Like other other signs are very attracted to earth energy. And so people would come up and talk to me. And she was just, I hate that you're so personable. That is a weird thing to say yeah, to somebody. Yeah, that is really weird. And I'm like, that's a really backhanded compliment, question mark. Mm-hmm. But legit, she would. She just hated because she didn't like that she wasn't getting the attention anymore. And it was just, she was pur- putting all, trying to make me feel bad to make herself feel better. Yeah. And I feel like that's just, I don't understand it. And that's, it's like traffic with me. Okay. I'll never, un- I know what traffic is. I know what causes yeah, it. Yeah. I will never understand I will it. never understand. Go. Just fucking go. Stop looking at the fucking rack. Seriously, just, just go. Just go. Or on ramp. Get over. Go in the middle lane. Or well, every other car. You're seeing this? If you're the problem, don't drive. <laughs> but I will, I don't get it. It's like traffic. I don't either. But it, so it's just like, why? Why do you do that? Well, I don't. You're deliberately ignoring the fact that you do. Or they gaslight you to make you feel bad about it. Yeah. No, fuck you. And that's why my sister and I stopped being, well, friends and sisters. Because, and that was August of 2021. Because she would put me down so much. And I said, I am not, you're, no. I'm not letting you do this shit to me anymore. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. And she was like, nobody else thinks that. I said, bitch, everybody thinks that. But Just I'm the no only one, one that's yeah. going to say it to you. Exactly. Like, are you... Mm, can you guys tell I have shadow work to do with my sister? <laughs> my Atlanta. Um, that's a good one, though, that you said. What are some lies you've previously, previously told yourself? Mm-hmm. I'm glad they don't do it anymore. I am glad, too. But I honestly, I think it's because... I mean, I've been working on this for a really long time, and I think it's because I did stand up for myself, and I'm like, this is why I tell you all the time. I think weight is the least important thing about you. I 100% agree. So. I 100%. Because I don't give a shit what anybody looks like. Exactly. If I were, I would love it if all of the assholes were blind. Mm -hmm. Just because, put it into perspective. You can feel someone's energy. Imagine them just being nice to you. Exactly. Why can't you just be nice to somebody? I don't understand what the point is, no matter what they look like, whether it be the way their hair color is, what they weigh, Mm -hmm. or what their skin color is, or if they have tattoos. Who gives a shit? If they're a nice person and they've got good energy and all they want to do is the greatest thing you can do is love and be loved in return. Mm -hmm. Why is that so hard? So many people commented on that video I had about coming out and we're like, I love you. Cause I said at the end, I was like, I love you and I'm glad you're here. Mm-hmm. And they said, I love you. And I said, I love you back to every single one that said, I love you because mm-hmm. if they don't have somebody saying it in their life, I want them to know you are loved yeah. like without a doubt. And I do love every, if you're watching this and I haven't said it to you personally, I do love you because I don't, I don't throw like, I'm not in love with you. But, like, right. I love people because yeah. I just want everybody to have, like, my heart chakra is, like, right, like, mm-hmm. spinning so fast right now. But I just want everybody to have love. So, anyway, I just had to say that. Um, I don't know what my, I don't know what some lies I told myself would be, though. I think it's because we've been working on it already. Yeah. And we don't affirm the lies to ourselves so anymore. Let's do so. a, you want to do a different short one? Sure. Okay. What are your parents' best character traits 
shadow work, looking at them in a positive light for um, once. For my... I'll start with my mom. I feel like... Okay, both of my parents are earth signs, so mm -hmm. keep that in mind. With my mom, I can tell she wants to show us love and, like, care... I mean, my, mom, my parents, both of them, would, like, do anything if we were, like, in trouble or needed something. Right. But... I don't know. I feel like the older I get, the more I realize, like, why my mom did things the way she did them. And I can tell she cares in her own way. Same with my dad. Okay. My dad is a very, like, obviously they're not emotional people, but my dad does more of, like, showing you how he loves you. Mm -hmm. So he did, like, a ton of work on my house, and that's how he showed me that he loved me. I think they, and that's where, like, the miscommunication comes in. I feel like they show me they love me, but in a way that they know how to show it. Okay. That's a good one. Well, my mom is getting better. I feel like me and my mom are getting a lot closer, but... That's huge, then. That's good. Yeah, but I feel like it's just, like, I know I've told you this, but I feel like one day me and my mom are really close, and I open up to her, but then the next day... It's like we never did any of that. Do you think it's because for you? Ooh. Hmm. Oh, okay. Ready? What about this? We're going tiny tangent really quick. So when you guys do shadow work or like you talk to her and you think mm -hmm. like you like, and then it's the next time you see her, do you think it's because you guys are on this, um, you're on this timeline and then you do the shadow work. So then you go to this timeline so then the other hers on this timeline so it's like you never did anything because it's different things that you have to work through and heal with her like you're I, still on I the rise but it's, it's different timelines with I her i think it's because she needs to work on stuff 100 percent. and if she doesn't then oof, yeah duh. because i i mean i my mom has gone through a lot of stuff like with her childhood and who knows i don't know she doesn't really talk about like her and my dad very much but who know, I mean, who knows what their relationship's right. like. I mean, they're still married, but I don't know. I feel like she just has her own shadow work she needs to work on. I think everybody I'll, should do a little oh, bit. Oh, sorry. No. Also, I get jealous of, like, my sister and my mom and their relationship because I, I'll, I, like, talk to my sister all the time. And I've been opening up to her about, like, more shadow work stuff, but I'm like, it makes me sad mom doesn't uh like check in on me when i'm feeling like sad mm -hmm. or whatever and then i said does mom do that with you and she'll be like yeah mom does that with me i'll be like in my room and sad and she'll like talk talk with me through it but she doesn't do that with me maybe. but also my sister lives at home so right well maybe subconsciously your mom thinks you're stronger than you think or you feel like she thinks you are and that's why she doesn't think she needs to check in I think it's because, like, growing up, uh, I, like, used to self-harm when I was thir 12 or 13, and she found out, and I think she wanted me to open up about why I did it, and I wouldn't, because I was just, like, so used to suppressing everything, Yeah. and I wouldn't open up about that with her, and she, I feel like she thinks she can't get through, mm. so, I don't know. Gotta love shadow work day. Me too. Um, for me, my parents' best character traits. <laughs> You're like, um, uh, I don't know. Um, okay. Well, for my mom, 
one of her best character traits is she doesn't give a fuck what anybody thinks about her. Ain't that the truth? So I did get that from her. Uh, it's a little bit different, though. I don't give a fuck, but I still have respect for people. Mm-hmm. So hers being a negative, her worst trait would be she doesn't give a fuck what anybody thinks about her. It's her best and her worst. It's my best trait, I think, is I don't care what people think to me, mm-hmm. but I still respect your opinion and I still respect you and love you. Hers is, fuck you, I don't care what you think. And very cocky, condescending, yeah. like. Um, so it's her, I think, her... Well, and she doesn't treat her children very well at all. So, I mean, my nephew's 10 years old and she's seen him one time when he was three. What? Her grandson. That's sad. Um, my dad's best character trait... His best character trait, he is a phenomenal cook. He is a phenomenal cook, and that's the gene I get from him. So he is a very good cook. Um, And his worst trait would be what I said. I mean, he just... My parents don't know how to parent. They they never wanted to be parents. I know I mentioned it before, but they thought each other were attractive, had sex, had kids, got divorced when they no longer found each other attractive. Mm -hmm. And that's legit how it went. Uh, They didn't choose the parent life. The parent life chose them. So they don't know how to do it. And my parents are the exact opposite. My parents always told us growing up, me and my sister were wanted, and they wanted to be parents. And then they, <laughs> I mean, they provided for us, and they were there. Like, you mentioned the sports thing. My parents came to every game. But that's where the not good enough part came up, was right. because at the end of the game, my dad would be like, well, you could have done this, or you could have done that. Do you think we're, ooh. Do you think we're covering for our parents? Covering? Like, um, I don't know what the word is. I can't think of it. So, like, you just said that they were wanted, but on a good side, like, we're, like, kind of, like, covering for them. You know what I mean? Like, so, like, my parents were really, they didn't want to be parents, but that's what, like, they didn't choose it. They, like, it was forced upon them. And I'm kind of giving them an out. Like, but still, it's not okay with how we were treated. You know what I mean? You were like, but, like, they came to all the games and everything. But how they talked to you about it still wasn't okay. I, I don't know what the word is. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know what you mean by cover. So, like, it's like when your sibling does something stupid, but you cover for them to your parents. Mm-hmm. I feel like, I feel, for me, I feel like I'm covering for my parents to my, like, my shadow self. It's like, well, no, like, I'm validating what they did, but it's not, there should, that shouldn't be there. I don't know how to, like, describe it any different. I, like like we're me, making them sound better than they actually are. I'm, right. I, yes. Okay. Yeah. So like, so like me saying, um, like, like just then my dad's best character trait was, yeah, he loves to cook. Mm-hmm. I only remember him cooking for me when I was really, really little and it was really good food, but then he just stopped. Yeah. He had girlfriends that cooked for us instead. I was okay. vouching for him. Like I'm validating, but it's not okay. Like it's like, no, I mean, I do agree. I agree. I don't know. Like, here's my issue is because is like, yes, our parents are caused a lot of our shadows. But I mean, we probably cause shadows for other people, too, because of our behavior. Absolutely. Yeah. So I don't know. I it's hard. This is real shit. Like, this is just so you guys know. I'm sure you've realized this uh, show is very unscripted. Mm-hmm. So this is literally just us talking shadow work. So you guys can kind of get a feel for it. Um, I yeah, don't no, know. I just, like I, 
I don't think my parents are, like, shitty people. I think they're actually really great people, and... They've just they done have just done things. shitty things, yeah. That's like fair. me, I feel like I'm a good person, but I've done shitty things to people because I felt hurt and I didn't know how to ex- like express myself in uh, the right way. Right. So that just got projected onto people because of how I felt. We're doing better. I yeah, I really do. We, we I've been really, really, really trying. I mean, and it's even just like with anything. Even oh, with- sorry, I had a realization. What's up? I think. I think it hurts more because we know that we know our toxic behaviors and we're working on them, but they're not. Right. Yeah. That's what I was just getting ready to say too. Cause like even with Dylan, like I said something when I first moved in and then I went up to him and I said, Hey, look, I want to apologize. Um, I shouldn't have acted like that. That mm-hmm. is shadow work that I'm, I, 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 I recognize and I need to focus and work on. And since like I've got, I've worked on it and I'm good now. Yeah. Mm. I had to learn that nobody's going to give you the same thing that you give to them. That is so true. And that is my thing is I have to, it's a high expectation that Mm -hmm. look at this full circle happening. Yeah. High expectation I have for myself is I expect people to give to expected people to give to me what I gave to them. Yeah. I am a huge communicator. I will communicate weird things that I probably shouldn't to you. And now I don't anymore. And then people ask, why are you, how come you don't talk about, because I need to stop because then I want you to do it. Yeah. And if I don't, and like my divine counterpart, he's going to do it. Mm-hmm. I know he will. I want you to be open and communicate to me. Even if it's, I text her the most random things sometimes. Like, oh, I'm going to the store. She does it too. Hey, I'm going to the, the store. The other day I'm I asked, Schnucks. I was like, hey, did you just stub your toe? Because right. I, I had a little dream that you stubbed your toe and I was, and I just woke up and I'm like, okay, did you stub your toe? No. And that's why I asked. It's funny though, because like right after that, well, a little bit after that, I kicked, I have this long story short, I have this stick in my room and I kicked it with my foot and I was like, ha ha ha. <laughs> but I didn't stub my toe. I just kicked it. Um, that's funny. But yeah, so. Uh, yeah, I think that's why it hurts the most is because they aren't working on it. And if you tell them how you feel and they are just like, well, <laughs> and they just twist it in a way that it's your fault again. I feel yeah, like gaslight. that's just the most hurtful thing. I would really just just be patient with yourself when doing shadow work. Start small start slow mm-hmm. um i wouldn't i mean if something happens that you get triggered that you start shadow work in the deep end like her more power to you like i said i started with big things like my ex-husband or when like i was sexually assaulted when i was eight nine ten and i and the thing is is i when doing that shadow work i had to tell my mom like mm-hmm. i felt it in my soul like i had to tell her because nobody knew and she literally go she literally said to me she goes there's no way. No. Yeah. There's a way it happened. No, there's no way baby, because I wouldn't have let that happen. I said, I'm, le- I'm, t- I'm letting you know it happened. Yeah. And she literally goes, wow, I can't believe that happened. Okay. Well, I got to go. She was at a bar playing poker. She's like, I got to go. Yeah. The tournament's about to start. And that was the moment I realized Ooh, she doesn't care. But I chose to start with big things because I, that though for me, those were the anchors holding me down in that spot. And so imagine you're standing there and you have these tethers and anchors going into your past. It's once you do the shadow work, you get to cut that tether and remove that anchor from your past. We don't live there anymore. Mm-hmm. Take the rearview mirror down. We're not going back that way. We're always just moving forward because en- your energy's back there. Yeah. No. And I've noticed the more I do shadow work and you're probably going to vouch and say the same. 
the more you do shadow work, the more energy you have, the better you yeah, feel. Yeah, for real. I don't feel like my 100% best self yet, but I do feel significantly better. Right, because so. you're getting there, which helps with mental health and your depre- mm-hmm. like with depression and anxiety. I mean, yeah. doing shadow work will give you anxiety. Like, I cried for a week straight. I mean, yeah. you're going to cry a lot. Crying is the best way to release emotions. If you don't want to cry in front of somebody, cry in your room. I promise you. When I And I'm just going to say this. One of my favorite things to see is a grown man cry. Yeah. Because then he is, one, comfortable in his sexuality and doesn't give a fuck. Two, shows that he is in touch with his divine feminine and balanced divine masculine where he can cry and be like, I have feelings. Men have feelings. Men. If you're watching this, and I know there are some men that are, are subscribed, it's okay. And the women that, if somebody is in your life and they're saying that men shouldn't cry... Remove them from your life. Yeah, I agree. Fucking remove them because it's my favorite thing. And I'm not saying I like to make men cry, but I like say I like seeing it because it just warms my heart. Because I'm mm-hmm. just like, I'm yeah. so proud of you. I'm so fucking proud of you. And that's why I did this for a while with helping with people with shadow work, because it's like, you did it exactly. Like, you, I want you to cry. That's why every time like Tony talks about something personal and he's like, I'm about to cry right now, or. He said this so many times. He's like, I was just thinking about life today and, like, you and everything. And I just started crying because I was so happy. And he's uh, like, look what you're doing to me. You're making me cry. And I was like, it's a good thing. Though. I love that. Like, Those are happy tears. Yeah. And it, it's just like emptying a cup. Once you cry, you're releasing that energy, making room for more positive energy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is a long one. Um, not sorry. But uh, a couple things. One, we're here. Mm-hmm. Always. Uh, any platform you can find us on. If you're listening on Spotify, hit us up on Instagram, TikTok. Make sure to go follow Hazel Honey in the Matrix TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, anywhere. Follow us, uh, Snapchat. I mean, you name it, email, everything. So make sure to contact us if you guys have any questions. Um, oh, also, I forgot about this. So a couple things that we wanted to share with you guys. One, I am going to set up a phone line that you can call anonymously and if you want to vent and get something off your chest that you can't talk to anybody else, you can say it there. Some guy did this on TikTok and I called and I got out so much and I was talking for like three and a half, four minutes and it felt so good. But I'm going to set something up like that. So if you guys want, you can call it and just get it off your chest. If you don't have anybody to say it to, but you don't, you feel weird saying it to yourself, then you can do it this way and get it off your chest and get it out into the open. Um, Second, if you made it this far, we are so grateful that you're Mm -hmm. here. And thank you for all of the love that we've been getting on here and on TikTok. And what we want to do is we want to, we have Labradorite palm stones. And uh, I'm going to hold them up real quick just so you guys can see them. But we want to give, we're going to give away one of these in this episode. And then we'll do another one and a different episode and, you know just like that but um if you want to you want to tell them what to do and everything and i'm just going to hold them up okay yeah sure so um if you made it this far um comment your name and your zodiac sign and then in the next episode when we record we will pick a winner from a hat depending on how many comments we have if you're the only one that comments guess what you're the one that gets it so Oh, and um, 
we have three for you to pick from, too. And Labradorite is great for opening your third eye. So whenever, like, we went to the crystal shop and I think, yeah, I think I was with you, right? In Vernon? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. In Staunton. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I picked out a Labradorite and my, I mean, I've always had vivid dreams, but I feel like my dreams have been way more vivid and I've been able to lucid dream more. And it's... It's a really good one for you. You said third eye, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, meditating. Mm-hmm. Um, I use it when I meditate and also uh, connecting with like your spirit guides mm-hmm. when you meditate. Um, first time I ever touched one, I bawled my eyes out straight up. Like it was a free form slab. I have way yeah. too many Labradorites. I bought six palm stones of Labradorite in one go. I was at the store and she was like, well, they're on sale. I was like, Say less. Buying them all. So we're giving away three, and then I have three other ones. There will come a time where I will be like, I need to give these away, so make sure you follow and do all that because we will be giving those away too at some point. And we're just giving away one right now, and Mm -hmm. then we'll give away one the next episode, and then the last one the episode after that. Yeah. Just make sure you follow along. Um, Like she said, we'll pull it out of a hat. I don't know why, but if you're a Pisces and you're watching this, can you... Like, just put, like, a heart next to your name, because I feel like there's a reading. I keep... It happened last time, too. Okay. Pisces, but I don't... don't who's ever... If you're a Pisces, hello. Drop a heart, and then also, you're... Obviously, that you're a Pisces, um, because I don't... I feel like there's something that needs to be said to you. Not in a negative way, but in a... Hmm. Somebody's coming through way. I don't know why, but that Pisces thing, all... This whole episode again. Okay. Um, but, so, yeah, if you guys have any questions comments concerns constructive criticism make sure to subscribe share follow um hit the bell for notifications if you were on youtube if you're listening on spotify and you want to be in on this um yeah just hop over to youtube and comment your name in zodiac and okay so if you're seeing this on tiktok same thing the link in the bio jump over to youtube and um put your zodiac sign in there but Mm -hmm. on that note we appreciate you guys being here as always contact us if you have any questions hopefully the mics sound good this time and we don't have to do this again yeah i think so too this one was much better so Mm -hmm. uh on that note we will see you guys next week and have a good one (laughs) 